Welcome to the File Up Podcast. As always, it's your girl Dot. And for the first time ever, ever on the podcast, y'all, I got Mama Sarah. Can we get a hand clap for Mama Sarah? Mama, say what's up. Hello, hello. Yeah, talking to Mike. Don't be scared. Come closer. Come closer. Hello, everybody. Yes, y'all. <laughs> So my mom was trying to act shy, like she ain't want to come on the podcast, but she's literally a natural. So mom, you already know how this podcast goes. We always play Flames, Flicker, Smoke at the top of every episode. Mm -hmm. So for this episode, I want to know if it's Flames, Flicker, or Smoke to circle the block. And what that means is, if you've dated someone before and time has passed, would you go back and date them again? For example, you have Nelly and Ashanti. You know, Nelly sings, it's getting hot in here. And you got Ashanti who sings Foolish. They dated like 10 years ago, dated other people, and now she has circled the block. Okay? She has okay. gone back to her ex, and they are trying again. Okay. Mom, have you have you ever circled the block? You ever gone I, back I've to an ex? It. I've done it before. And do, so is that a flame flicker or a smoke? So you you you're you're on board with that. For, for me, it was a smoke. I can't speak for everybody. So why was it a smoke? My aunt told me once, "Don't make U-turns. Mm. Somebody for a reason." Period. Now that's some wise Period. advice. And so, did you figure that out once you yeah. circled the block? You was like, "This is exactly why I, I wasn't dealing been with it." This. I already did this. No need to do this. So no that's a smoke. Need to do it again. I'm going to say it's a flicker because sometimes when you leave someone, you're better able to evaluate what went wrong. And sometimes it's you. True. Sometimes you're like, you know what? I wasn't ready for that. Or you know what? I was very immature in this situation. Or sometimes you just need time. And with Nelly and Ashanti, I think they just need time. I think this might be the time where they actually get married and they do the things because they've dated for a really long time. And Nelly didn't propose. But this time, I think he's not going to waste her time, and he's going to try. So you say he, smoke. He, he's probably grown up by now. I, by now. There okay. it is. And he's like 40s, okay? Oh, yeah, he's ready. So when do you think men are, like, ready, Mom? It's different for every man. Okay. Really. And in the industry, it's really different because they exposed to so much. So much. So much. I they mean, it's harder for them. Yep. They get to do whatever with mm-hmm. all the men, all the things. Yep. Awesome. So I'm so excited to have you on the podcast, Mom. I've been trying Thank to get you. you on the podcast. If y'all don't know, it's so crazy because I am so I'm such an extrovert. I talk to people. I'm super friendly. And my mom is so shy. She's so shy, but she gets along with everybody. So my mom owns a hair salon in Wisconsin. How long has it been? Um, the salon will be 25 years. That's crazy. In January. 25 years. And that's the salon of you solo. Uh-huh. But you were working at Style and Grace previously. 
I've been doing hair for 40 plus years. Woo, child, 40 plus years. And it's time to do something now. It is time. So she's been doing hair for 40 plus years. And if you don't know anything, if you are a black woman listening, you know your hairstylist is so much more than your hairstylist. They are your therapist. So I like to say my mom is a whole therapist. So although she's shy, she knows everybody and everyone loves her. She likes to be behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And so like she shared, it's time for that chapter to close. Yes, it is. Yes, so, Mom, is. What, what, what's going on? What you about to do? Let them know what you about to do. I am moving to California. Whoop, whoop. You know what? Cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs> Mom, you are moving. I am felling in love. You, 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 you are here. <laughs> so, you are moving to California. How does that feel? It's scary. It's exciting. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's everything wrapped up in one package. So everyone is telling me how blessed I am that my mom is actually coming out here to help me and Nate with the baby. You're coming out here after you retire. Mm-hmm. You're devoting your time, your energy. How did you come to that decision? There are so many moms who, once they're done with work, they're like, I'm free. My kids <laughs> is grown. I'm out here in these streets. <laughs> what made you say, I'm going to go help my daughter? You know, if I don't know if you remember years ago, you asked me, you said, Mom, when I start having babies, would you come out and help me? And I said, yeah. And the main reason I said, yeah, was because when I was pregnant with you, my mother told me to come home so she could help me. Mm, so it's like a full circle mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. And how even more special that you went to hang out with Granny when you were pregnant with me. Right. Oh. And Granny has passed away, and now you are coming to hang out and help me. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about that just a little bit here because I don't even know if you realized, but there was a in-between moment when Granny was really sick, but you were also supposed to be moving out here. Mm-hmm. Did you have a moment of like, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to go help my daughter, but my mom is really sick right now. What am I supposed to do? I actually had that moment about a year prior. Mm-hmm. I thought there's no way I could leave my mom. Period. And I felt my you. mom needs me. She needs you. And one day I decided, I realized my mom has seven kids, not one. You thought she was the only one. I thought I was the only one. And nobody could help her. And then I just stepped back and I looked at how much everybody else was helping. And you were like, it's okay. It's okay. That was my big concern too. I remember having a conversation with you and saying, Mm -hmm. hey, Nayel's going to be here. I know that Granny's really sick right now. I need you to focus on Granny because Nayel's going to be here. We're going to need you for the rest of her life. So you come whenever you need to. And so I think it's very special. I think that it's God-ordained. I don't think it's a coincidence that Granny found out that I was expecting. Right. And she found out Lakeisha was expecting. Mm -hmm. And we were the last two of her grandchildren Mm -hmm. to have kids. And she went on to be with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I think she did that because she knew you, Mom, was not going to come here. Knowing she still needs you to take her to Walmart, needed you to take her to, 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 to the Piggly Wiggly. My mom's getting emotional and it's fine. We're here to get emotional, but she knew that. 
And she wanted to give you the freedom to come here and to be with me. Because just like she was there for you, she right. wanted you to be here for me. Oh, my God. Right. We're getting deep already, oh mom. Ah! Okay, so let's okay, switch gears here. Because now that we're crying, but no, literally. <laughs> Shout out to my grandma, Annie DeWitt McDonald. We miss her Love dearly. The matriarch of our family. I, I kid you not. She passed away April 23rd. My baby was born June 23rd. My baby has been alert since the moment she came out. Right. And I swear to you that it is a reminder that she was handpicked from my grandma because my baby is before her time. Right. She has right. given me any wit. okay? <laughs> she is before her time. So I would say what... So you were in Wisconsin for like 40-something years. Right. And now you're about to move wait, to wait, California. Wait, wait, wait. I was five years old when we moved to Wisconsin. Ooh, shoot. I was five. So. Every summer, my mother would take the girls to Mississippi mm-hmm. to help her mother with the garden and stuff like that. Right. Till I was 16. So in your family and the tradition is just that you guys help and go where yeah. the babies are. Yeah. It's It's not even a question. It's not even a question. And so that's very... That that's like an old school that's a, thing, a tradition that uh, yeah. we've abandoned, and people don't do it. And so well, I'm blessed that you are doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, mom. I I say, oh, my mom's coming. They're like, oh, you're so lucky. <laughs> wow. I mean, it 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 helps that I'm an only child, so you don't have to be in twenty places at once. But you know what? If it was twenty of you all, I would You'd be figure in it out there too. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to like most moving to California? Um, watching, I called a baby. I've already nicknamed her Ladybug. <laughs> I want to connect with her. I want to see her first steps. I want to help you all as much as I can. And at the same time, it gives me an avenue to grow. Speak in the mic. It gives me an avenue to grow. I've lived in Wisconsin basically all my life. Yes. And now... And now you get to come to California. So that's what I'm looking forward to, too. I think that I would have had kids sooner, but I was afraid. Like, I didn't want you to miss these moments. I didn't want to have these moments without my family around. And so now I just feel like, of course, like I spent plenty of summers with Granny. Mm -hmm. I plant spent so much time with Grace. She was like a second mom to me. And I'm like, now Niel gets to grow up with a second mom and we will do things differently. And that's Mm -hmm. the best part of it is like, I can pick apart what granny would do versus what you would do. I can think of things that y'all disagreed with. Remember you got me a perm. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And my grandma was so against you giving me a relaxer. And apparently, I was so excited to have a relaxer, and I showed up at my granny's house, and the first thing I said was, I got, look at my hair. What did I say? Wait a minute. First of all, the whole conversation was, Dot, don't mention it to granny. (laughs) Dot, granny doesn't have to know you have a relaxer. (laughs) She gets out the car and runs, arms open, granny, I got a relaxer. I said, I'm done. I am done. And she looks up at me. Upset. Gave me that look. (laughs) 
And so I think back to that moment just on how, like, you know, you and Granny did things differently, but at the end of the day, it was both of your influences that created who I was. So I'm hoping that you and I can also (laughs) find our rhythm, find our balance, know that there will be two different ways that we will do things, but ultimately it will all be to benefit, like, Niall and stuff. So is there anything that you're sad about leaving Wisconsin? Uh, just the state itself and relationships that I have built. I told you once before, I'm not going to allow myself to miss family because I'm going to see my family as much as possible. We're going to make sure we ship you on back, mom. You're going to see the family. The relationships of these women, I know I'll never see again. Your clients and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. So I'm not going to miss the cold. Not going to miss the snow, baby. I'm not going to miss living alone anymore. (laughs) Are you ready for that? You've been living by yourself for a long time. A long time. Now you got me. We haven't lived together since I was 18. I know. (laughs) And now we're about to full force with me as a grown woman, not your daughter under your rules. Now we're under my rules. (laughs) You already let me know that. I'm done. <laughs> I told Dot, I said, I don't understand why I didn't think we could live together. And Dot said, well, I was a kid then. I'm grown now. I can I, talk back. <laughs> I'm grown. I can, like, say I can have an opinion. We've been doing good. You were here for 10 days. We're, we're doing good. But you know what? That is a huge transition. Because the last time we lived together, I was 18. Mm-hmm. I did move out immediately for college. Right. And now it's right. almost, it's not like you're learning me again, but we're having to get like reacclimated as like two adult women right. as opposed right. to like different mother, daughter. More grown up relationship. So grown up. But the what I'm realizing is that we're the same person. I, someone just, I just ran into a friend outside, literally. And she was like, so how's it going? I was like, we're the same person. I am my mom. So basically, I'm revealing to you who you are. And you're revealing to me who I am. And we're basically the same person. We like to control things. We exactly. are never wrong. Exactly. Um, we got Listen, I am you. You are me. And now we have Nayel, who is actually another version. Uh-oh. Another Uh, version of us. And she's going to run us, by the way. She's going to run us. So, Mom, you raised me as a single mom for until I was like seven or eight. Mm -hmm. You got married. And here I am with this newborn baby. Okay? With a whole husband. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you did it, Mom. By yourself. Hey, as black women, you learn you have to. How did you do it? You have to. How did you, you find it? You get up the... every morning and put one foot in front of the other. Is that how you did it? That's how I did it. What was your main focus? Because I feel like growing up in a single parent household, I never felt like I lived in a single parent household. Mm. And I don't even think you realize, but all of my friends came from two parent households. True. There was Cashel who had two parent True. households. There was Sabri who had a two parent household. There was Destiny who came from a single parent household. But for the most part, I hung out with the people who had money, who was doing good for themselves. And I had a single mom. So what was like your focus when I was growing up? My focus was to, um, the main thing was to make sure you had different memories than I did. That's amazing. And to make sure that education was important to help you align with 
young girls with the same goals that you had. Yes, I remember you having me in like Young Women of Promise, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. making sure that I had the opportunities to go to gospel music workshop. Right. What type of sacrifices did you have to make? Were you like working all the time? Were you having to trust me with strangers? Like what were your sacrifices? I didn't trust you <clears throat> with strangers, but I did mentally pick a group of women I knew were godly women. Period. Period. And those are the women that I trust you with. Who would and you say? And they also trusted me with their kids. That's fair. Who would you say was like your circle that you trusted? Auntie Carla. Auntie Carla. Auntie Jackie. Yep. Auntie Cheryl. Yep. And um, Michelle. Yes. So. That, that, that was your. And Grandma. Yep. Grandma Dunlap. It, yep. It yep. was just me and you, but you had. Four community five aunties. aunties. You yeah. had a grandma. You had a grandpa. Yeah. And so that's what I want to, especially like being an only child, is I want to have like the aunties that mm-hmm. I know that I can trust mm-hmm. outside of you. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how to like vet them or like know. I think that I know. I think for sure, like I know I can trust Sally. Like, yeah, yeah, like Sally, like, okay, cool. But I'm like thinking of like other women in LA and was there like a feeling? Was there a way that you watched how they raised their kids? What was it? I watched how they raised their kids. Okay. And through conversation, you find out their values. Yep. Yep. And And these are also women that you did their hair. Right. So you got to have conversations and see a little more insight on how they were doing things. Right. So it wasn't just seeing them raise their kids. You got one-on-ones with them when you did Mm -hmm. their hair. Like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay, this is how she raising her kid. This is how she raising her kid. Right, right, right. Love that. Okay, so I'm going to take And we all went to church together. Yep. And I think that started it right there in the church. Yes. I was looking for those women. For those women. And you did an amazing job because I'm still friends with every last one yes, of those girls. Yes, um, and boy, Thomas, his mom is a Cheryl. Mm-hmm. So I'm still friends with every last one of them. So you did an excellent job because they became not only like my friends, but they became like my family. Your family. Yeah, yeah. based off of the experience that I had with them and like how they treated me and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So you had a moment when you were married. I had a stepdad. Yes. There was. Did, did you find parenting easier when you had a partner, or was it more difficult? Um, I really didn't see a change. I mean, John did help, but I I didn't think you and John clicked the way I thought you would. Yes. I don't know if it's because he already had kids, or. I don't know. I think for me, that is what it came down to. Now that I'm able to look back, and it's not really fair to John now that I'm old enough to like evaluate everything, but there was a very clear distinction between his kids and me. And I think that that's hard for a man who already has a relationship established with his kids. Mm-hmm. But as a girl who didn't have a dad, I wish he would have embraced me as if I right. was his own. Because right. as a girl who grew up with a dad, who desperately wanted a dad, to then see a dad be a great dad, but then there's mm-hmm. a line yeah. drawn when it came to me. Right. And what's interesting is so many people who know me don't even know that I had a stepdad or that I had stepsisters. Wow. And I didn't realize that it's kind of a period in my life that I kind of erased 
or don't really acknowledge. Mm-hmm. And I think I do that as a defense mechanism because I love these people. They were a great moment in my life, but right. it just didn't turn out the way I thought it would be. So you say you didn't really see a difference in your I, parenting. I know. And I, that's because he didn't fully embrace me. Right. So you basically were still a single mom. <laughs> you were yeah. a single mom with a husband. Yeah, you helped you him with that. his kids. You can say, oh, yeah. You embraced him and his kids. You embraced them his kids, kids, mama. kids were, to me, part of the package. I wish that it would have been the same for me. Well, I'm sorry it didn't work out like that. That's fine. I turned out okay. <laughs> I turned out good. So I am a first-time mom who apparently thinks she's a super mom who's trying to do it all on her own. Um, you've been with me for 10 days. Do you have any advice for me, mom? And I'm raising a daughter. You were a mom raising a daughter. You know what? The advice I would give, I can't only not give it to you, but to you and Nate. Um, number one, just watch who you align her with. Mm-hmm. Watch your friends. Keep your eyes open. You, 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 you always have to keep your eyes open. Keep your <clears> eyes open. You got to keep your, I don't care who the person is or what the person means to you. You have to keep your eyes and ears open to protect her. Okay. I'm not saying police everybody that you know. Is there anything I should look out for? You were great at being like, that's not your friend. I don't want you to hang around with her. Like, you were too good. Like, I, I would meet somebody school. and I you would so be like, school. I would meet someone and you'd be like, Mm-mm, that's not your friend. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh, but that's my friend though. That's what I mean by keeping your eyes open and paying attention to her friends. Because they're going to be a in- big influence on her life also. Mm-hmm. Mm. A big influence. Is that just like a a mother gift that you have or it is. It okay. is. It is. So I'll be able and to see. And you know what? It. My mother told me it'll come with her. Okay. Cuz I used to say, "Oh, I'm so afraid. What if I leave her on top of the car like you do a <laughs> cup of coffee or I forget her. and she says, "Sarah, the patience yeah. is going to come with her." It's true. It's true. I don't have patience, but you see me with Naya. Yeah, I have so yeah. much patience. And I didn't at all. You didn't have any patience. None. <laughs> didn't have any patience. Wasn't a fun. Wasn't fond of little kids. Oh my gosh. So yes, let's let's talk about how you were not fond of kids and you had one you had one kid, mom. One daughter. One. And you loved me like you wanted kids your entire life. <laughs> you spoiled me. You did all the things. You have made me your life. How did your life change when you had me? I grew up. I thought mm. I was grown. Mm, talk about it. Because you're preaching to me right now. Up. Okay. There was things that I couldn't do anymore. And when you have a child, it's a gift from God. Yes. And as a woman, it's your responsibility, not excluding the man. <laughs> I did it by myself, but I know you blessed to have a husband. Yes, yes. You um you have to make changes. You have to sacrifice a lot. For sure. I mean, you don't totally lose yourself, but but you need a balance. Yeah. And then the head of your balance needs to be your child, not excluding your husband. But you need to slow down 
and, um, and put them as your your main focus. Exactly. Interesting. Was that a hard if you transition do the work now, you? It's gonna be a lot easier later. So I say this about you all the time, Mom, and this is why I need you on the podcast because I need this recorded. I think you were the most amazing mom in the oh, world. That, that is, whew. thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. So you had the ability, and I'm going to take you through the phases, okay? We were not friends. Growing up, you made it very clear that I was not oh, no. I was not your friend. I used to think I had the meanest mom. I don't know if you ever remember me saying, like, I have the meanest mom. She doesn't let uh-huh, me do anything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So there was, like, a period of time where I just, I was like, don't like my mom. She doesn't let me do <laughs> what I want to do. She's a mean. And you'd be the only mom that'd say no. Everyone else would say yes, yes, and my mom would be the one that said no. And then I turned about 18 or 19, and you so gracefully and perfectly were able to transition from, like, being my parent into being my parent and my friend. Right. I don't even know if you remember, but I graduated college, and then I went to Minnesota. For when I was in college, you were still very much mom. I'd be like, hey, mom, we walk into the bookstore. It's 9 p.m. You're like, you don't need to walk to the bookstore. I'm at McDonald's. It's midnight. You need to stop. You know. But I graduated, and I went to Minnesota, and I was at the Children's Theater Company, and I had the apprenticeship. And you came up with us, and it was the first time we drank together. And I was like, Mom, we're going out, and we're going to go to the drag show. And I was like, you want to stay or you want to come? You was like, I'm going to come. We had our little margaritas, and Uh I was like, oh, my God. This whole time I thought my mom was so mean. My mom is a good time. You came out with me and my friend Kat. And my friend Ebony. Oh, I forget Kat. Yes, Kat and Ebony. And I just remember we were out um in Minnesota on Seventh Street. And I just don't like how did you know, like, okay, this is the time to let my guard down. This is the time I can have fun with my daughter. I could say what started it was, first of all, when I left you at Howard, I was a hot mess. Really? I cried every Sunday. Oh, I didn't even know. I got. Why were you crying, mommy? Because I I drove my baby on the other side. You did. Of the world. You and left, left her. her. You did. You did. Wow, well, I didn't think and of that. Sunday <gasps> was the day. I don't care what we did all day, all week long on Sunday mornings. We all went to breakfast and we went to church. We and did. all of a sudden, it was just me. Oh, that's so sad. But. What started the transition was one day you called me from Howard and you were laughing at the women, the girls that you um, were in the dorm with. And you said, Mom, these girls are crazy. You raised me well. Mm, Period. And I was like, (laughs) clap, clap. All of of those years she heard me. I didn't think you heard me. (laughs) But I heard you. You heard me. So you knew when I when I was in Minnesota, like now's the time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, before you left Howard, I knew, okay, she's grown. Okay. She know what she's doing. So when I, I said when I her. gave you the that word, you was like, Okay, I've raised her well. She knows how to move mm-hmm. through life. Mm-hmm. And so when I got to Minnesota, you were like, I've done a good job. It's yeah. time for me to enjoy my daughter. Right. 
Right. On a different level. On a different level. And I say to everybody, and that's what I want to take from you. So you got to help me with Niel. Because growing up, I feared you. I respected you. I wanted to make you proud. And when I became an adult, there was such a sweet spot of like, She's also my friend. Like, the whole time growing up, you was not my friend. No, I was your mother. You I was not. To be your you friend. made it clear. I am not one of your little friends. But when I grew up and I really needed you to be my friend, it was very clear that you were indeed my friend. And I could call you and say, hey, mom, this dude is stupid. He broke my heart. He did this. Or like, hey, mom, me and the girls went out and this drag queen was doing this and was doing that. So I definitely want to take that from you. And so what I'm hearing is that I just need to raise her in the right way. Um, Raising her the right way, bring her to God. And then I can have my fun. Hey, when she turns 18 and walk out your door, you're going to be able to let your guard down a little and start another part of your life. Because then I can confidently say, I've done my part. Mm-hmm. The rest mm-hmm. is the rest. The rest is the rest. The rest You're always going to be mom. But you're going to have uh, an adult relationship. An adult. Are you happy with the relationship that we have now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And look, when I, when I was talking to Margaret about moving out here... I said, Margaret, I'm preparing her myself. I can't go in there and take over this girl's house. I'm not going to get in her way. I'm just going to be there to help her. You've been great. I mean, honestly, we knew you was going to be great. You're very easygoing anyways, Mom. So it wasn't that. But I think that nerves can... We haven't lived together since I was 18. That's been a really long time. And even thinking about it, I'm like, it's time. We've spent so much time apart. 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 We are only mother and daughter. There's no extra. There's no, there's only me and you. Right. We spent so much and time I apart. I told Margaret, it was time for me to be with family. Before yeah. I ever made this decision, I said, I'm ready to be with family. Yeah. Because I was in the place where I would have to drive 57 miles one way or 72 miles another way to just go to, see to see family. And now we get to create our own family, our own traditions. I literally get emotional just thinking. I told Nate, I said, my mom is coming in the fall. And I don't know if you know, but the fall reminds me so much of you, mom, because you are your best self during football season. (laughs) So if y'all don't know, my mom is a huge football fan. Let's be specific and say Packer fan. So my mom has the, she decorates the entire house is Packers. It is green and gold. Every Sunday there is a football extravaganza. There's a get together. There's meatballs. There's drinks. And you have the house smelling like fall. Okay. And we're from Wisconsin. So you have the cashmere candles. You have the, the fall scented just Thinking of Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas, I think that it would not be the same if it weren't for you. And the fact that you're moving out here in fall, California doesn't really have seasons because it's going to be very hot here. You decorate, you do. I said, 
I'm so excited for your energy and for me to recreate that for my daughter because that's what made my childhood so fun. I knew yeah. it was fall time because we had the, the green and gold pack of treats, <laughs> the football parties. I remember I had I had a, a packer like overcoat, like a Oh a yeah, st- that was way what? too big. All the things. So I'm excited for us to start our own traditions to okay. make California home and to go from Wisconsin. To California. California. Mom, that's a flex. Mm. I'm excited for you, girl. I'm excited too. Girl, you finna you flexing on them now. <laughs> you flexing on them now. Yeah. So did I turn out how you thought I was gonna turn out? Yeah. Yes, you did. That was a long yes, pause, mom. Because I want I was struggling with beyond or what I actually thought. Ooh, that's good. Is it beyond what you thought? Everything. Mm. Everything I hoped for, I prayed for, I worked for. These You're your an amazing young woman. These are your prayers. These are your prayers. This is your upbringing. So when you see me, you see you. Okay. And I want that for my daughter. Okay. When I see her, I see me. Because we are our parents' wildest dreams. So your mom brought you this far. You brought me this far, mm-hmm. and now I get to bring Niel this far. Yes. And what's crazy is that Niel was born in Hollywood, California. Did you ever see that for anybody in your lineage? No. That is your legacy, no. your grandbaby. You are from where? Wisconsin. <laughs> no, where were you born? Oh, I was born in Mississippi. Let's talk about Mississippi. It. And my granddaughter was born in Cali. <laughs> so you are from Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Mississippi. So far out in the country, we didn't have a street. We was on a route. Route four. So you come from Route Four in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And now your grandbaby was born. And on literally it was it Sunset Boulevard? Hollywood wow. Boulevard. Crazy. In Hollywood, California. And so here we are. Here we are. So, Mom, this wasn't that bad. You were so nervous. It, really, it's, it's not, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. She was not trying to get on this podcast. That's what y'all don't know. My mom was like, I'm not doing it. Absolutely not. And here she is. This is the start. Because now you're about to move here. And we're about to have you on the podcast. They're going to love having you on the podcast. They're going to be like, your mom was so great. Well, I hope your followers enjoyed it. I really do. They will, but you know what? I didn't even ask you because we talked about mom and daughter. And so one thing that I've talked about on the podcast is how I'm breaking a generational curse and I'm having Nayel grow up with her father. Exactly. How you feel about Nate? I love Nate. You always love Nate. How you know you love Nate? When did you fall in love with Nate? You know how they'd be like, when did you fall in love with hip hop? When did you fall in love well, with Nate? I fell in I, I love Nate because you're in love with Nate. Okay. What started my journey was that first picture I seen with Nate and he had on a belt. Oh, wow. It was the belt. Ooh, we can work with this. He said young he man. had on a belt. <laughs> what you trying to say? I ain't date men with belts. I didn't say oh, that. Oh, <laughs> she said he had on a belt. But the belt. The, the, the standard was low, and mom. Nate walked into our family and it felt like he was always, he had always been there. You he know, everybody loves jab. Nate. He definitely took the jabs. Yeah. I think Everybody. the first time he met the family, they was like calling him Malcolm X. <laughs> and he just went right along with it. And he went right along with it. 
Yeah. He went right along with Nate's it. Nate's a beautiful person. His family is beautiful. I love his mom. You actually are Just, huge fans of his sister. Of his, oh, and yeah. Their before family. I so, knew. Before she. Okay, y'all. This is the craziest thing that I have to say on the podcast because I've never said it on the podcast. So, my mom is not really into Netflix, Hulu, mm-hmm. Showtime. My mom is a diehard YouTube fan. Okay. <laughs> she watches the YouTubers, she watches the mukbangs. My mom is YouTube's number one fan. Yes. If y'all didn't already know, Nate's sister is a famous YouTuber. And so my mom was already watching Nate's sister and her family on YouTube before she realized that that was my man's (laughs) sister. So when she put the two and two together, it was magical. So imagine you already are a fan of this YouTuber and you're like, oh my God, my daughter is dating her brother. So it's been lit for my mom for day one. Oh yeah. And now you've met Kiki and Kiki is amazing and so sweet and so wonderful. She's even more amazing in person. Everyone who meets her is like, she's so sweet. Uh She's really a sweetheart. Uh So mm-hmm. now they're your people too. They're not just your YouTube people that you watch. You actually know them. We're family. You're family. So mom, I just want to thank you again for You're coming welcome. on the podcast. Is there anything else you want to tell the people? It could be anything. That's, that's, you can tell how you feel about Niel. What what's what's Niel like? She's perfect, people. <laughs> That little precious girl is just perfect. I'm glad that's what you like to Woo-hoo-hoo. say. I'm glad that's your 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 description of her. <laughs> she is. She's perfect. A perfect handful. Well, well of course. <laughs> and you know what? In the grandma's eyes, I don't see none of the faults. Just, I'm just, just here to it. love and, and spoil her. Okay. So now y'all see the difference between when, when mom is a mom or when mom is a grandma. <laughs> So, y'all, we want to thank y'all for taking your time, for listening. Y'all going to hear more from my mom. She is really making the leap in just 10 short weeks. She's actually flying out in the morning to make her final, final, last closures to everything in Wisconsin. Mom, I want to tell you, don't be scared. Don't be worried. You only have flight away. We're not keeping you from the family. You can go there as often and as whenever. We'll pay for it. We'll support you. You are in your retirement Y'all mode. remember she said that. Listen, y'all already know how I'm coming from my mama. Y'all know how I'm coming from my mom. But mom, you deserve this. You have worked so long. You deserve this. You deserve to just be chill. You deserve to not know what the next couple of weeks look like. You deserve mm-hmm. that. You stop mm-hmm. planning. You're here to be full-time Nana, full-time Nanny. You've yeah. taken care of me. It's time for us to reverse the roles. Time for me to take care of you. Mm-hmm. So I am excited for you. I'm proud I'm of you. Too. And you need too. this. I need it. You need this. I need it. So y'all, if you're listening, I know you listening, make sure y'all um just show my mama some love. Will y'all see her? Show her some love. <laughs> All right, y'all. We are wrapping out. Say bye, Mom. Bye.